Somebody stepping a duck. <laughs> Go start a podcast. Let me know when you want me as a guest. Fucking Jim, I just want you guys to know that I'm doing you a favor by calling into your worthless show. All right, we uh, we get into hour number two. It's an 80s throwback Thursday. Our show brought to you by the Tulalip Resort Casino DraftKings Sportsbook, where the action never stops. Speaking of the Tulalip Resort Casino DraftKings Sportsbook, coming up tomorrow, our handicapper Troy wins. Stops on by at 1230. You get all of his gambling advice up there at TroyWins.com. 25 bucks a week. Bam. All you get is uh, his uh, masterful advice. And then you take all that advice up to the Tulalip Resort Casino DraftKings Sportsbook and make your wager. Also, we do our locks of the week. And you got to be listening because one person, uh, we will, uh, we'll, you can dial us up. And uh, one of you will play along with uh, one of us on our lock. And if you win... You will be qualified for a trip for two to Las Vegas for the first round of the NCAA March Madness Tournament, a courtesy there of TroyWins.com. He's going to cover hotel and airfare, and you're going to be staying at the Circa. And the Circa is that great casino down in Las Vegas with the outdoor, with the pools and the sports book that's outside. Sit in there all day and wager away. So all you got to do is listen tomorrow at the end of the segment. It's 1230 every Friday at the end of the segment. Uh, we each give our locks of the week, uh, and then you call us up and say, I'm going to go with Jim this weekend. If Jim wins, you win, and you're qualified for the trip. Easy peasy. That's all you got to do. By the uh, Also, speaking of gambling, Emerald Queen Casino brings you Factor Fiction. That's coming up in about 30 minutes from right now. Uh, so start prepping those, uh, those little fingers to dial us up. I guess you're not going to call us up. You're going to text in. Whether you agree with Jim's pick of whatever his Factor Fiction is, selection is today it's a doozy oh it's a doozy off the board <laughs> going tonight Any, anything tonight i'm gonna take a game tonight come on do it i think, I, of think I did that once do an honor of shock i don't know you like the broncos and no do a call and a half do college football tonight oh college football come on do it who's playing tonight have some balls oh, oh okay west virginia houston West Virginia favored by three. Do it for Pat. Uh, SMU's uh, favored by 12 against East Carolina. Take take the Pirates plus 12. Let's go. Do you know anything about no, any know, of those teams? I know nothing. I know nothing about any of them. But West Virginia's on the road favored by three against Houston. They're winless in the Big 12. Mountaineers are 2-0, 4-1. The cusp of being ranked. Take the Mountaineers. <laughs> Do you ever flip a coin just to have action on the game? Because you don't know yeah. you don't know which way to go. You know what? Just for I'm going to take the Pirates tonight plus the twelve. Who are the but Pirates? East Carolina against SMU tonight. I'm going to take the Pirates. Why not? I need something to kind of fancy me tonight at four thirty. Got lots going on tonight. First game starts at four, then four thirty. We got baseball at five, and then we've got Thursday night football, and all this while the Inter Bay Eagles are practicing in the rain. Good time. No, it's not going to rain today. Is it not going to rain? No. Check the forecast. Okay, well, good news. Uh, Mike Ben's come up 12.30. Before that, again, Factor Fiction, 11.35. Uh, Garofolo, Mike Garofolo coming up at noon today. Uh, brought to you by Hartley and Hartley Insurance and Zogs on Fox Island. Benton at 12.30. Brought to you by uh, Muckleshoot Bingo. Uh, come up at uh, 12.30 today. All right, we got lots to cover here. Uh, here in the next uh, few hours. Seahawks and Bengals. What do we know about the Seahawks and Bengals? 
Uh, let's see. Cross practice yesterday. Haynes practiced uh, on a limited basis. Damian Lewis, your favorite, sat out. Trey Brown did practice. He was out with a concussion against the uh, New York Giants. Hey, did you hear what DK Metcalf had to say about the matchup of Devin Witherspoon and Jamar Chase this weekend? Huh? Huh? <laughs> Sorry, I was... Huh? <laughs> Okay, let's start that over. Let's 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 recap. Let's 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 bring it back. So the Seahawks got the Bengals today. I don't know if you saw the injury report. Charles Cross and Phil Haynes both practiced yesterday. Jim Damian Lewis sat out. There's a he's getting ready to play it. Trey Brown practice. He was out with a concussion. Hey, did you see what DK said about Jamar Chase and Devin Witherspoon? Um, I mean, just the long ball that uh, I think uh, Burrow threw to him. Um, on like a 70-yard bomb, just how effortlessly he caught the ball. So uh, he's just a great receiver. Um, tip my hat off to him with, you know, what he's done the first three years in the league. Um, so, um, you know, it'll be fun to watch uh, Sunday, but I think Spoon will get the best of him. There you go. There you go. Went right at the, he kind of has a long-winded point to get to kind of the kicker, which was, I think Spoon's going to get the best of him. Oh, bulletin board material. Yeah, it's so funny, though, because in Cincinnati, they're only going to play that last part. Well, he, he was complimentary to Jamar Chase. I mean, that's the only part we should have played. <laughs> oh, my God, I thought Jessman was on the board. What? Oh, low blow. <laughs> low blow, Chris. Were you here for that show? Chris wasn't, I was obviously. listening. Were you here for that? Yeah. yeah. When she pay, when the Mariners montage a, when Chris usually plays all the cuts it's like it took up the whole twenty minutes. 50, didn't it? Well, I mean, my God, was we the score one zero? It was one zero, <laughs> and she played a fifteen. I mean, literally, when the montage got over, we said, "All right, coming up next, uh, we'll talk to you Inverness." Yeah, I was listening to the segment, thinking, "Is it going to end?" Yes, <laughs> and now here, plug in the background. Oh man, uh, she was so stressed segment. out that day. I don't she know why. Was, uh, well, you're working with pros. <laughs> Is that what it was? I, I think, thought I did we intimidate her a I little bit? I think when you work with high-priced, sought-after talent, I think you get a little starstruck. I that, mean, she has Ian every day for two hours, so she's not used to this. Yeah, that might have been part of it. Could have been. Uh, yeah, so he says, I think Spoon's going to get the best of him. I'm excited to see how much he will actually face Jamar Chase. We brought it up to DeGar. DeGar shot shot that down on Monday. <laughs> I don't think they're going to do it. Well, screw you, DeGar. <laughs> I think they should do it. I want to see Witherspoon travel with them all over the so place. One-on-one against him. Don't you? Wouldn't you rather? Wouldn't you like to see that? I think every NFL fan would like to see that. I mean, we Let's do... see how that rookie from Seattle picked fifth overall does against one of the best receivers in the league. Sometimes we get lost that it's an entertainment business, is it not? And what would be entertaining is to see Devin Witherspoon travel around with him all game. If if they have here's we used to get this with uh, Sherman like if the other team had just one guy and then the, the nobody else on the team we would always ask why doesn't Sherman just cover that guy he did against the against the, the Lions and Pittsburgh when they had Antonio Brown yeah 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 the, but the Lions was probably the most famous one I oh think. With Megatron yeah when because it, it was Optimus Prime against Optimus Megatron Prime. that Excuse was me. that was pretty good right yes yeah, yeah. that was a fun one. But if the other team doesn't have a, a viable second wide receiver, why wouldn't you do it? Yeah, is Higgins still hurt? Uh, he missed last game and he came out two weeks ago. They don't. He's up in the air whether or not he's going to play. If Higgins doesn't play, they don't have anything else, like nothing. Yeah, maybe they'll try it throughout the game <laughs> at times. We'll maybe. see. Yeah. Well, they should. 
I mean, come on. I mean, they got one dude. I think Degar probably knows more about the team than you do, though. Does he? Yeah, because I Are think you he, sure? that's his beat. Yeah. That, that's his primary responsibility. I don't think so. I mean, I don't think he's busy talking about McNuggets out there at the at the VMAC like but you I, are here. But I bet you he likes a chicken McNugget. I, he might. I don't know. Is, is Dugar a McNuggets guy? You're asking me if yeah. he likes McNuggets. Yeah. I mean, I think so. I think there's a good chance of it. If they've got a player who had 15 catches for a buck 92 and three touchdowns last week, and they have nobody else to throw the ball to besides him, why wouldn't you spend? Well, you put now maybe they think Woolen's their best guy, but I think Witherspoon. I mean, I just would kind of like to see Witherspoon on him and just you know take him away, shut him down, make Joe Burrow look someplace else to throw to, and if he doesn't have Tyler Higby, then good. By the way, that performance he had last week, the fifteen catches, the buck ninety-two, three touchdowns. He's only the fifth player in NFL history to have that. Did you know that? I stole this from Condota, so you should know. I, I wasn't aware 15 of fifteen receptions plus three touchdowns. It's been done five times in NFL history. So Chase is one. There's two Seahawks that have done it. Can you name the two? Steve Largent. Can you name the two Seahawks? I'm already knowing he's one of them. Huh? I didn't know. Uh, you know that? TJ Hushmanzada. TJ, uh, yeah, no, TJ I don't think is one of them. Steve one of them's Tyler Lockett and Steve Largent. What I learned from Steve Largent is how precise he ran his rounds. I don't think Ocho Cinco was on that list. Chris, not sure if Chad Johnson was on there, but Steve was. Steve Larger. Although I think when Steve did it, this is strictly off the top of my head in memory. That may have been in a scab game when he came back and broke the picket line, so I'm not sure if it counts. Oh. <laughs> Do you remember that? When he came yeah. back, when he broke the when he crossed the line? Detroit, I believe. That's really going a long way. I mean, I'm 10, so I think it was Detroit. Hmm. Does that sound about right to you? I don't recall that one, but I'll, Great just take, I'll take your today. word for it. <laughs> I will take your word for it. How many touchdowns did Jamar Chase have previous hey, to his game? Time out. How hungover are you? On like Arizona. on a scale to I'm one I'm not to really 10. that. I'm not that hungover. Is a test like, you can do? Yeah, but on, I had one of those... Wrong? On a, on a scale to one, no. To I mean, 10. is this any different than some some of the oblivious moments I've yeah, had in you're the past? A little bit more, just kind of like you know. Well, I mean, you haven't said too much that's interesting. I kind of look over point. to you, and you're just like, <laughs> "No, I'm here. I'm feeling pretty good. I got the agua here, and I'm yeah. No, I feel okay. I feel a little little tired. Your little, eyes are glassy, a little sluggish. Yeah. No, I had uh, one of those cut water lime margaritas in a can before I left. This. And then, Today, and this two, morning? No, 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 last, oh, last night. Oh, and last so I'm just trying to, you know, give you an idea on uh, yeah. how hungover I am. And then okay. two Jack Daniels and the three beers. Well, I, over like a four-hour period. That's not that bad, is it? I mean, you know, even though, you know, my kidney doctor told me to cut Hey, I'm, I'm a drunk. Yeah. I'll be listening to Dr. Trite, though, starting now. But last night, this hey. was already pre-planned, this little hey, get-together. Go, go, through the, go through it again. Let's see. Cut water <laughs> margarita. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Then what? What? It, two Jack Daniels. Yeah. And then three chugging beers. Yeah. So so that's not that six over a four hour period. Sounds I think like I started it. at five and, then, and quit at nine. And then a ten p.m. Burger King run. Yeah. God, what are you twenty in college? <laughs> <laughs> I don't usually do that. What was going on yesterday that had you in this oh, mood? It was just this get together of all these uh, oh, people that we're friends with. I saw the picture. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 
I like how tight your sweats were that it, you, you, we could just see your phone bouncing through your leg. Oh, could you? I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Didn't notice that. Well, good for yeah, you. Do you. Do you like the, who do you like in this game, the Bengals or Seahawks? I'm going to change the subject on you. Who do you like? <laughs> what, what do you want from me? <laughs> you want more on Jamar Chase? <laughs> I do want, want more on Jamar Chase. I'm trying to uh, help you. Help me help you. Who do I like in the game? Yeah. Like you would have said the Seahawks before you saw the Bengals I gotta see laid if, on if Arizona. Old, if old Higgy's coming back, I mean, I probably would say the Bengals if he's back there. I don't know. It's on the road, but they look like they've kind of caught their, maybe their stride last week. The Burrow looked better. Uh, they beat a team that was playing good football in, in uh, Arizona. And so if Jamar Chase is a threat and... I mean, I like Joe Mixon and all that. I mean, they can't stop the run, so I would hope Walker and Charbonnet just pound the ball. They're 31st in, against the run, so run the ball at them nonstop because they got a pretty good pass rush, and that Trey Hendrickson guy has got, a, according to PFF, is 22.9% in terms of his pass rush win rate. How about that stat? You actually wrote that down? Yeah, right there. That's impressive. That is impressive. Six in the NFL. All right, so let me ask you one more thing here. What what kind of difference will Jamal Adams make if he plays more than nine snaps on Sunday? Knowing knowing as I do, knowing as I do, because I listened to Hugh Millen this morning with Chuck and Bucky, he said that Joe, Joe Burrow is number one in the league against the Blitz, and that's Jamal Adams' forte, or so we're led to believe. We'll, we'll see it. I am so over what his <laughs> impact is going to be. I'm just so over it. Well, come on, play along with me, I would you? I can't do it anymore. Why? Because we've been doing this story on him for three years, what his impact on but the team is going to be. But he hasn't played for so long. Well, well all right. And He's that, a big deal because of how much of, he makes and the trade. Some of that's obviously not his fault, but I'm just kind of tired of talking about how what his impact is going to be. <laughs> He's had zero impact. He makes more of an impact during voicemails he than, does. than he does People on know, the field. You're right about that, and Chris would agree. People know Jamal Adams more about his voicemails here on this show than they know about the player. <laughs> John Wilner, as Vince Carter said in the dunk contest when he said, game over. You're finally going to pay off the tease? Yeah. It's 17 minutes game in. Game over. Well, you know, I had to. we had to wake you up over there because you're... <laughs> Passed out, falling asleep because he had a Whopper at 3 in the morning. There's a chicken something. A chicken something. That's yeah. when you know you really dialed it in. <laughs> you know what's an underrated thing at Burger King? You know the thing about Burger King is that have you ever had that Italian chicken sandwich? The breaded one with the mozzarella and the marinara on it? No, I yes. I be- that is good. Is it spicy? Uh, it wasn't. But the thing about Burger King, they got some good friends. And great shakes at Burger King. You want to just run Probably the, the best best shakes at Burger King. You want to, you want to give us your go to on Wendy's meal on the Wendy's? Uh, you know I don't eat a lot. You know you're going to surprise you at Wendy's. What I get, you're going to be like, you are weird. Oh. Yeah, I mean I only go to Wendy's for a frosty, really, and I'm I do weird. hit that Ballard Wendy's up a lot for a frosty. But when I go to Wendy's, I, I'm kind of embarrassed to say what I get. <laughs> a kids meal? No. No. Do they still have the square burgers there? Uh, they do. A baked potato with chili on it. Okay, so we can move on now. <laughs> I get why you said that. <laughs> what do they have there? A baked potato with chili. Um, so back to John Wilner. Baked potato with chili. God, it's wonderful. They have baked potatoes. Yes, there? they got a baked potato that's there. Do they at Wendy's? That's, yes, that's Puck's secret menu specialty. I love it. it. Like. God, it's, I love their baked potato with chili on it. And then I get a frosty. Call it a day. All right, your Wilner news. Go ahead. Okay. Well, I don't. Know. 
go to Wendy's and get that baked potato. Play the snoring thing for him, would you? Okay. Wilner writing today that I'm telling you it's over. It's o- there is just uh, our guy Libby first of all is never throwing anything out. So Washington and everybody else can pound sand on that one. That ain't happening. But it's over for them. Now may they may come to an agreement and some mediation and settle and say all right, well maybe it's not fair we take all the money, but we're going to take the most of it and we'll throw you guys some some crumbs because you guys obviously need it. But we're we'll go to court because we'll win. And our on our case is Luxall. So are you aware that there is a pending lawsuit going on right now between the Pac twelve and Comcast? Do you remember the Comcast story? Yeah, we're the, we're, we're the conference owes them a lot of money. Yeah, so there's two executives, one being Mark Shukin. Does Mark Shukin ring a bell with anybody around here? Yeah, he was Root Sports. Root guy. Sports, yeah. He was running Root Sports for a while. Or it was a high high level guy at Root Sports. So two Pac-12 executives, including Mark Shukin, are suing the conference, a part of this Comcast deal. Remember they were overcharging Comcast? And then they got caught. Larry Scott said, oh, let's just bury that. Let's not tell them what we're doing. Um, and they were terminated. Remember, they were fired over this overpayment scandal. And they're like, well, we were just doing this because Larry Scott told us to do it. So they're suing the, the conference. What co- came to light, John Wilner was able to get these emails and part of the lawsuit Something came out in the lawsuit. George Klyovkov, this putz, a part of this lawsuit, wrote a signed, sworn statement in this lawsuit that he writes and signs his name on it, that he admits that UCLA and USC were removed from the Pac-12 board in a sworn statement. This happened two weeks before Colorado announced they were gone and the conference uh, collapse happened in this sworn statement. Uh, the source, uh, there's a source that's called it significant um, and that this is exactly what the two schools are pointing out. So George Klyovkov in a sworn statement said that once UCLA, up, and this is the kicker of it, you can read it at John Wilner or at San Jose Mercury News, that because of the Pac-12 bylaws, and that they have announced that they are leaving, they no longer can vote and are members of the Pac-12 board. And then he goes on to say, and then two weeks later, CU leaves. There's a letter at John Wilner, go to San Jose Mercury News, by the Pac-12 lawyer telling the AD or the, uh, I don't know if it's the AD or, or school officials at CU, the same rules according to our bylaws that we implemented against UCLA and USC now apply to you. You are no longer a member of the conference in terms of voting, and you are removed from the Pac-12 board, stripped of voting rights. He signed his stupid name to it in a sworn affidavit. It's over. And so by association, you would assume the thing would, same thing would hold for Stanford, Cal, and everybody else that went them, to the Big Ten. For all of them. They, they're going to try and say we've never given an official notice. What constitutes an official notice? The only thing in their bylaws, the only thing that they used in UCLA and USC was them just informing Klyovkov we're leaving. I think it was in an, I don't even know if it was in an email. I think they did it uh, on a social platform. Colorado just texted the, the guy texted them, "Hey, we're leaving." So they they can determine like that is that an official notice of withdrawal? That's not on any letterhead. 
is an official letter of withdrawal when you going on social media, you're doing interviews, you're telling everyone you're leaving to the Big Ten. They have zero case, zero. And they and then at the end of the day, these schools that that are going to that are going to complain about this and say, well, we are we have a right to this money. You have one person to blame, your commissioner, because your commissioner has sworn affidavit in a lawsuit said and signed it according to the bylaws that UCLA and USC, when they left, they have been removed from all voting rights. So Washington will be removed. Oregon will be removed. Arizona, Arizona State. It's just there is no way they're going to be able to win this thing, especially where this lawsuit is being held. It's, it's not a chance. Yeah, not in Colfax. Now, it's, they may settle. They may eventually just settle. And they are well, in that's, mediation. That's what, yeah, because they don't want discovery, and so they're, they're going to settle. Well, they don't want this. The other 10 teams don't want it. Yeah. For sure. But we do. Oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Want more dirt. Yeah. Yeah. Just in time for game day. Now, I love all these details that keep coming out. And, I mean, more and more just looking like the Pac-2 sitting good. And then uh, Canzano's got a story up there, johncanzano.com, real quick. I know we got to go. That it appears, as of now, that the two schools, America's team and the Chainsaws, are willing to go at it next season just by themselves and make it work somehow, like scheduling yeah. a bunch of different non-conference games. Let's go. And then they'll play each other for a right for the Pac-2 title. <laughs> You think that God, schedule involves a home and home? That, like we'll play them twice. I think it should. And then I think we should just play in Las Vegas, even if we don't split. I think it should. Yeah, gotta be great. I think we play them every other week. <laughs> Why not the whole the whole season long? All right, coming up next, uh, Jim's gonna make his pick for Fact or Fiction. Brought to you by the Emerald Queen Casino. We'll sneak in a couple of voicemails before that. Fucking the go-to guy with you a couple minutes. Uh, Jim's going to make his fact or fiction pick here. I can't wait to hear it. But before we do that, which is brought to you by the Emerald Queen Casino, Christopher Kidd has gone through all the voicemails that we we, we receive on the iHeartRadio app. God, spit it out. I I, 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 I think yeah. that, that it's time. <laughs> he says we've got a few. How many we got today? Four. Four of them? All right, any complaints? Because I know he's listening right now. Dick Fain at iHeartMedia.com. Did you see Dick's text about how much alcohol was in that cut water? Jeez. I did. Jesus. Glad Dick checked in with that 12.5. Well, thanks, Dick. And he knows he sponsors cut water. You feel a little worse? That's why you're so hungover. <laughs> I just had one of those. Plus the two Jack Daniels, which were probably doubles. And then three chugging of beers. Yeah. You, okay, you've never had a night like that? No, I'm sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got four of them. Let's sneak in a couple before Factor Fiction. Gentlemen, you're talking about McDonald's over here. There was nothing better than when they had all-day breakfast because I love the the classic Egg McMuffin. And when they had all-day breakfast, you could get an Egg McMuffin, a French fry, and the orange high C is the greatest thing ever. (laughs) Oh, man, I miss that. How many many edibles has he been on? Can you not get breakfast anymore 24 hours? They did away with that? I thought they had that. It used to be the one in Kelso, Washington, was the only one. That had it all day long. Oh, really? The only Just reason the I know Kelso? that is because that's right out of college. I worked down in Longview doing RA Long football games, go loggers, and uh, we would drive over to the Kelso one to get that. McDonald's used to, they, they had a good salad too. 
you ever have the salads there? Always my fuck too. Sorry, but you got to you got to find that email that uh, you, no. when the tra ticket was transferred to you. Yeah. That email is the key to be able to transfer it again. You got to find that. Yeah. I don't I don't care what you did with it. I don't care where you put it. If it's in the your trash, your email trash, your archive folder, whatever, you got to go find that. Okay. All right, that's the key. All right, thank you. Hey, I can't find it. I can't find that email. I'll get you the ticket somehow, some way. So settle down. Maybe. I'm not upset. Maybe. I'm not uh, upset. Maybe. I'll just borrow your phone. Maybe. You're not going to borrow my phone. I'm not going to give you my phone. You couldn't go 24 hours without your phone? Uh, I could, yeah. But I don't know what you would do with it. Use it to get in. Yeah, some other stuff. Weird stuff that you and your wife would do on there and broadcast it to the world. All right. We got Factor Fiction brought to you by the Emerald Queen Casino. Here we go. We're set to go. Glad you're with us. Glad it's your shot at our weekly thousand bucks and the ten thousand dollar grand prize. It's fact or fiction. Brought to you by the Emerald Queen Casino, the betting capital of the Northwest. Make the beautiful new EQC Sportsbook your home all football season long. Fact or fiction is on Sports Radio ninety three point three KJR FM. All right, Jimbo. Fact or fiction? You got twelve minutes to make. Uh, uh, well. Text in whether or not you agree with Jim's pick that he's going to give you here in a quick second. Your chance at $1,000, the weekly prize, $10,000 grand prize, all courtesy of the greatest casino on the land, the Emerald Queen Casino. It's college football. That's the music. You can't take NFL. Chuck took the Thursday night game. He took the over in the Kansas City-Denver game. What say you, James Moore? Taking the Ducks in two and a half. Go Ducks. Kenny Wayne is going to score! <laughs> I can't believe he did that. A true I, can't. I mean, Ian took the Huskies. I'm going to go opposite Kenny Ian. I still can't believe score. that Ian did that. All right. I'm taking the Ducks in two and a half. So Jim is taking the Ducks plus two and a half on the road against Washington. If you like it, text in FACT to 49451. If you disagree, text in FICTION. Ian, you're right on Monday. Took Washington. 79% of the people agreed with him. So that means I'm going to get 21%. Probably. Yeah. Oregon plus two and a half. Kenny Wayne is going to score! Against Washington. Fact to 49451. Jim Moore. God, I, I love the pettiness from both of you. I am, I am here for it all. Because Ian's doing the reverse jinx thing. Is that what he yeah, does? That's why he's doing it. He's doing it to jinx them, and you're doing it because you hate Washington, and so you want Oregon to win because your wife went to Oregon. So I'm just, I'm here for all of it. Okay. I love all of it. It's just so great. Do you, well, do you like the pick though? If you uh, objectively speaking, objectively speaking, hmm. Oof, I I would probably I would lean toward Washington. Because it's here, and I just think the environment's going to be nuts. And not that it wasn't Sold nuts out, down there in Austin. Purple out. Oh God, can we? Sh hey, Castrocone, should tweet out more that we should be a purple out. <laughs> I haven't seen that enough on my timeline. Thank God for <laughs> the, the mute. The thing is, if we thank had a God, crimson thank, out, we'd thank, be all excited. Thank God so. for the mute button. That's got to be purple out. <laughs> Ducks plus two and a half against Washington. Fact to 49451. Fiction to 49451. 
I would lean towards Washington. All right, so you you type in fiction. Yeah, All right. but that's you know. I think there's going to be a lot of fictions out there. We'll see. I think it's going to be a great game. I think it's going to be a great game. Some fellow Cougs typing in fact right now, though. I um, I hope just both teams are healthy. I think the game would have been different last year had Nick's not been hurt. That's just an observation. Say, I would say the same thing if Penix goes down with some injury and can't make a play yeah. late in the game. But I really like Kalen DeBoer though, and he hasn't lost at home yet. So, oh, what's there not to like? He seems yeah. like a great guy. You're taking pictures with him at the. 520 Bar and Grill. You got great best coach. Friend. Great coach. Yeah. Great team. All right. Oregon plus two now against Washington. 12 minutes to text in. Fact if you agree. Fiction if you disagree. Can we sneak in the last two voicemails? All right. Here we go. Voicemail number three. Bucky Jimbo. It's the black community. Thursday. You know what time it is. Maction action. West Virginia, Houston. You're going to take that minus three for West Virginia. Out of the Mac. And then when it comes to SMU, East Carolina, just take the over. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game, 49 and a half. And then another black news, Stephen A. Smith telling Jason Whitlock he's a fat Hilarious to me. And the fact that he keeps talking smack on Max Kellerman just shows how much he hates that guy. In other black news. I, I like the twist down to that in other black news. That's just... I can't get enough of it. All right, last one. We scour uh, Twitter to find uh, interesting things uh, for us to talk about. You can always send us some stuff. Buck KJR at Cougs Go. CK206. And this comes from our own station account at 93.3 KJR on Twitter. Okay, remember we had a Hugh on yesterday? And what did Hugh say? Hey, make sure you're listening at 4.30 tomorrow or today. This was yesterday. I'm on with Softy, and I'm going to respond to Jerry Depoto's 54% comment. Remember when he said that? Or I do remember that. Still, no, no, no. I remember cloudy. that. I remember looking forward to that. Okay. But you didn't listen to it. You didn't set the. You I didn't. did not. But I, I was sure listening when he talked about that elbow to the ribs oh, to the sure to did. the Ducks fan. So I, I'm driving home yesterday from the uh, you know dropping off Mary Lou at Jim, uh, and that you know my always favorite two hour commute. <laughs> and uh, and I'm around the radio, I'm like, oh, that's right, I forgot. Softies, God, this is when Hugh's going to do his little rant. So I got it on. I'm waiting for it. And the whole segment's just taken up by this. Hugh Millen. I'm going to try and set up as best I can, explaining the Jerry DePoto 54% equation or math riddle he came up with, explaining like 54% over a 10-year period, you're going to get in the playoffs. Greater than than you, you know, than more, not. more bites of the apple, more bites of the apple, World Series appearances, and all that. And he, Hugh, put it in his spread machine. He's a master with Excel and his in his spread machine and all that. And I believe he said, and I'm going to butcher this, that he that he ran an algorithm or a program for 1,300 different scenarios 
of all the teams in Major League Baseball based on each decade of these teams. Okay. I, I mean, now he's going to explain this. It's like a minute 30 clip. It probably would be confusing because it was confusing to me, but I just waited for the end to say that Jerry DePoto was wrong. Here's Hugh Miller. And what I assume that he did is he took at the end of every decade, he took the teams that were 54%, like at at the end of, of the 80s, at 89, so 80 through 89, and then 90 through 99, mm-hmm. and 2000, because he never specified how got he got it, it but got I assume it. that's okay. what he probably did. All right. And and so, as it turns out, Over my head. I filtered ah. out Eureka. There's the 19 teams, and there's the 16 that went to the World Series. And so, I'm assuming that's exactly what he did. He did it in those decades, but here's the thing, guys. There Of the 19, only one of them was 54%. Wow. The other eighteen <laughs> were fifty-five percent or above, and so as and you, they averaged fifty-six, uh, five sixty-five. That's ninety-one and a half wins. So his talking about well, we got to average eighty-seven and a half. He leaned on this fifty-four uh, percent or above, and he literally only there was only one team out of nineteen was that fifty-four percent. Everybody else was fifty-five percent or higher. All right, so let me jump in there here, okay, Hugh? Because I want to just kind of put a bow on this. Yeah. If you're a fan and you are a Mariner fan, what's your biggest takeaway then from what you heard Jerry say last Tuesday? Look, he was he either knew how misleading he was with those numbers, or somebody fed him the numbers. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but if if he actually examined the numbers, he was so intentionally and willfully misleading that you could equate it it synonymous with lying. The fifth he went on to say the fifty four percent it's garbage, it's nonsense, it's egregiously misleading. Now you gotta go I encourage you go to their web go to their page uh ninety three three kjr.com the iHeartRadio app you can look up uh search uh Softy and Fane's uh show there podcast download it favorite mm-hmm. all of it and listen to the whole thing because it's 15 minutes long, where he where he goes into what what the 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 formula he used to arrive at his conclusion. And I mean, it's like that. I say it all the time. It's like the the gif or the meme of Zach Galifianakis and Hangover, where all the numbers. You're like, I don't know what he's saying. Just get to the line. But yeah, he says that whoever gave Jerry this number and Dick and Dick volleyed this in, and I think Dick's right. I think what he did was, hey, we won 54% of our games this year. We won 88 games, right? I need one of you stat guys to find out if we average this over a decade, what what does that mean? And one of these guys went back there, these stat guys that they have, they did all, they ran all the numbers, and then they came up with that 16 out of 19 and, and then fed that to him. And I, Jerry probably didn't fact check it or anything and went with it. And then he spewed that out, and as Hugh ran all the numbers, it says it's it's egregiously misleading. That in fact he called them it's a lie, synonymous with lying. That's I harsh. Just, I hope people in this town just get it, man. I, I think people are. You're right. I think people are finally coming around. He's cheering for the Diamondbacks right now. He's even Hughes. cheering for Paul Seawall because they won 88, and that's at 54 percent. Well, they spot. all they all aren't they all kind of in that sweet spot? Some of these other teams of 54. Yeah, I think the Diamondbacks are, you know, would be his model team, though. Besides the Braves, but uh, yeah, all right. Go listen to the whole thing. Encourage you to go uh, check it all out.
on the Softy and Fane podcast page at 933KJR.com. I mean, Hugh, I still shake my head over that because if he was going to actually trot that out there, it'd be like when he was introduced as the new general manager. That would have been the time to do it. Yeah. That's going to be our goal once I get here. Yeah. <laughs> but but I, I think what, what Dick said later in the segment that he just came up with this and wanted to, hey, find out of every team in the, you know, for a decade period when they won this amount of games, what did it mean? Like, what did it uh, equal to? And then they arrived and cherry picked a, a decade, made it work for them, and it, spewed it, ju- it out. It just seems like he's got a bunch of yes men over there that he, if he ran it by anybody and they said, how's this going to play in the press conference? Yeah, yeah, Jerry, that'll be good. Go with that. All right, coming up next, we'll talk uh, NFL, Mike Garofolo, NFL Network, all brought to you by Hartley and Hartley Insurance and also Zogs on Fox Island.